You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Move With Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie, and thanks so much for being here. I got a new mic. (laughs) I'm not sure if you can tell the difference in audio quality, but for the longest time, I was just using my iPhone headphones, to be completely honest. (laughs) And um, I finally bit the bullet, and is that the right phrase? Um, finally did it and bought a mic and I'm really excited about it. Um, it was supposed to come in on Saturday, but then it showed up yesterday. So I felt like that was a good sign in using it right away for this week's episode. So enjoy the new audio. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it picks up just other stuff in the space. Um, our, we have a like tree right outside our window and the birds are just always chirping. So if it sounds like I'm in some sort of like nature space, <laughs> it's, it's the birds outside. And when it gets really windy, for some reason in my office, it sounds like a tornado or something's happening. Like the wind sound gets so picked up. It's only in this room. So that's also something that might happen today, but you know, tis life and we're just going to go with it. <laughs> I wanted to share some super exciting news about our She Craves Truth community. And I just, so today's episode is all, I've just gotten a lot of questions and a lot of feedback around content when it comes to, or just what you want to hear more of. And one of those things is like the, the difference between ditching diet culture and actually being concerned for our health or doing things out of health. And, you know, if we ditch diet culture, that means that we know we just throw in the towel and don't care about our bodies. And we also think it's, it's kind of like there's two extremes. It's either that where we don't give a shit about our bodies anymore, or it's all the way to the other extreme where we're having disordered tendencies around our our bodies. But I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be one or the other. (laughs) And we can find true health while going through giving up diet culture and while trying to end this whole dieting mindset. I promise that it's it's a thing that we can reach. (laughs) I'm going to tell you all about it today. Um, But uh, I kind of veered there for a second. (laughs) In the She Craves Truth community, I guess it's sort of along these lines a little bit. Um, I just wanted to talk about some of these topics because I feel like right now, especially as summer is creeping in, there's just more and more messaging around getting your summer body and making sure that you look a certain way for the summer and sort of just placing whether or not we go and do the things that we want to do or wear the things that we want to wear or show up to the events that we want to show up in. Um, and just feeling like we can't do those things until we have a quote summer body or we till until we reach the goals that are exterior until we reach the goals around our exterior body. And I, I've, I've also just seen a lot of things around how 
um, losing the weight or being a certain size, how that all of a sudden brings back confidence. And I'm just here to tell you that you can have that confidence now in the body that you have now, and you can feel good and let go of those assumptions and judgments and expectations around needing to look a certain way, needing to lose weight for the summer. Um, you can take those pressures off and just be as you are and be who you are and be in the body that you're in right now. Um, again, doesn't mean that you have to give up on something that you're going for or throwing in the towel around feeling the way that you want to be feeling in terms of um, just whatever health looks like for you. It's just learning how to do all of those things in the body that you have now. We don't have to wait. Um, We can still enjoy our lives now and we should. (laughs) Again, coming back to the whole when-then game. Um, So that's just all of this sort of mixed together. Um, I wanted to tell you guys about a five-day challenge that the She Craves Truth community and I are doing next week. So if you're listening to this before July 8th, you can still hop in on that challenge. Even if you're listening, well, I would recommend you join (laughs) uh, before that, just so you can really take advantage of the challenge during the fact. But um, all of the challenges are like we're going to be doing videos and all of those kinds of things and and worksheets to go along with it. But all of that will be taking place in the free Facebook group that we currently have. Again, it's a free challenge. Um, If you're just, I mean, if you resonate with everything I just said, if you're ready to show up at events and wear the clothes you want to be wearing and just learn how to feel more confident in the body that you have now and and learn how to start releasing those pressures around wanting or around feeling the need to be a certain body size before you can do those things, then I invite you to come in on this challenge. It's going to be super fun, super informative. We're just going to give you all sorts of resources that we have. Every single day is going to be focused on a different topic. And you're really just going to walk away with a lot of um, new resources and tools around how to just have the best summer and without needing to do anything except maybe change your mindset. (laughs) So come and join in on that. The, The link for all of this is in the show notes. You can also just search She Craves Truth on Facebook and request to join and we'll get you in there. We it's, I also like to say with this community, it's, so many women that I speak to feel like they're doing this journey and doing all of this alone. And you're not you're really not. You're so not alone in this. And I want you to feel so supported and to be amongst a community that has similar goals and that have um, are on similar journeys so that if you have questions or if you have wins that you want to celebrate, or if there's a day that feels really challenging, like you can be in it together. That's really the whole purpose of this is to give you the resources to be able to move through your journey, but then also to know and help you feel that you are so not alone and that you are so supported. Um, Regardless of what your journey looks like, we have all sorts of women in there going through all sorts of different things, but the similar goal is just wanting to, to accept their bodies and accept themselves and stop fighting um, themselves, essentially. So wherever you're at in that journey, um, I'm sure you're going to find someone who's going through something similar or find some sort of value from the group. Um, so come and join us. We'd love to have you there. I'd love to get to know you a little bit better and just hear your story and and support you. Let me know what questions you have on that. And um, with that, let's dive into today's episode. Like I mentioned earlier, I really feel just with the questions that I've gotten and the things I've seen, there seems to be this 
misunderstanding that with giving up diet culture, there's really two, there's really, I feel that there's two extremes with all of this. And again, it's either we're on one complete side where we ditch diet culture and we just don't give a shit about our bodies and um, taking care of ourselves or what that even looks like. Or there's this other side where we're completely immersed in diet culture and we have disordered tendencies and and thoughts around foods and exercise in our bodies. And there's just, I feel like there's this fuzziness with having a middle ground with all of it. And I just want you to know that um, it's it's absolutely possible to reach a level of like um, health with all of this. And it doesn't just because we're not choosing to participate in diet culture anymore does not mean that we just don't take care of our bodies. I want to start a little bit with just my whole experience around this. Hopefully that it'll feel either a little bit relieving or you can relate to it, or it'll spark up some questions about yourself. But um, for me, because for so long and for so many years, I was really disconnected from my body. I never consulted with her. And f- when I was participating in diet culture behaviors and in that mindset and that mentality, I wasn't checking in with my body. I was completely disconnected from her. And I was only coming from this mindset of like, my mind knows best. And so there was this constant battle with my body. And even though, and we all know this, I mean, I've talked about it before. I'll say for the longest time, all of my behaviors was because I was on the pursuit of health Um, There was really a lot of stuff deeper underneath all of that, (laughs) if we unpack the layers. But if we really, really look at it, and if we really look at diet culture, and we really look at everything kind of in this space that we label as health, and other people being concerned about our health, it's only one-sided, or not even one-sided, but it's only one small piece of the whole puzzle of health. If we are only focused on food and exercise and yet we're completely disconnected from our bodies and we're not checking in with ourselves, we are denying our mental health, um, probably our sleep, um, our physical, like our physical health might be, um, at a, at a, a loss here because we may not be checking in with our bodies and we might just be doing things based on what our heads say and we're not actually treating our bodies with the way that with the compassion or with the foods and the exercise that it really needs or the rest that it really needs. So it's easy, I think, in this space of of exercise and food to feel like it it's labeling that as health is almost an excuse and almost easier to do because on the surface it it looks like yeah I'm treating my body so great I'm so great but then um I don't think that's why anyone ever really well we're starting to now really starts picking it apart and questioning like but is that actually a full like the full spectrum of health I forgot to loop hormones in there (laughs) like there's so many pieces of the puzzle that we're not considering um, with all of this. And that's what we get to do now, right? And so now, even though I might be on a heavier frame than I ever used to, and even though I have an expanded, um, what's the word? Like my my food choices are limited, unlimited. They're unlimited at this point. My movement is whatever I want it to be, you know, all of those things that people may have labeled as unhealthy is actually the healthiest thing that I can do for my body. And that's where I really want to get to is, is one, look at what is your current definition of health 
And how can we start expanding that definition of health to include more areas of our lives? Because if we are so focused on solely food and exercise and our body image, and we're neglecting everything else in our lives, is that actually a holistic view of health? Like, are you actually paying attention to all the different areas that are equally important? If you're focusing so heavily on getting the right diet down and yet your mental health is shit and you're constantly guilty and stressed and full of anxiety and your mind is full of thoughts of food, I argue that that is not a, that that's neglecting a piece of our health. That's the message that I really want to be spreading. So when I ask you, I think it's important to either look at our current definition of health or what we have for so long lived by as a definition of health, and then start the goal is to have a new definition of health that is completely completely customized to your body and your situation. That's the cool part about all of this is that when we embark on this journey to um, self self acceptance and body acceptance and all this kind of stuff, it's not that we're not able to receive any more information and learn and and see all of these new things that are coming out and and you know technology and research and his like all of this kind of stuff is growing and there's just so much information at our fingertips. It's never about like not learning. It's about being the filter. So you get to consume information, but then you also get to decide if that works and doesn't work for your body. So try something, come at it from a place of curiosity, see how you feel, and then decide this is something I want to add to my day-to-day and this, or this is something that doesn't work for me. We get to do that. I think what happens is over time, we've lost trust for ourselves or we've, we've placed, we feel we can only trust ourselves when we're on this journey of controlling our food and exercise that when we remove that, um, and I feel for so long, we turn to everybody else for our information and to tell us what to do with our bodies, right? Here's the latest diet. Here's the new exercise trend. Here's this, here's this, here's this. And so we think that we need to be doing all of those things and we can't trust ourselves to make our own decisions around our bodies. And so we look to everybody else to give us that information. And so when we step away from that, it can sometimes feel a little untethering to rebuild that trust with yourself. And it's going to take some time. So have compassion. It's going to take some trial and error. It's going to take having awareness around, oh, interesting. Do I feel good after this? Do I feel guilty if I don't do this? You know, starting to ask yourself questions and really start peeling back the layers around why we're doing the things that we're doing and then rebuilding that trust slowly but surely. Because that's at that point when we can just like have this camaraderie with our bodies and have this place where we're constantly checking in with our bodies and then making that choice based on what our bodies want, then that's like where all the power lies because we're now in control of that. We can step back and say, oh, cool, like, let me try this or let me do this and let me see what this works. And do you like that? Does that feel good? Okay, no, that doesn't feel good. So I'm not going to do that again. Or maybe tomorrow I'll try it again, you know, play with it and just know that if it feels weird, it's supposed to feel weird. 
for so many years, we've done something different that all of a sudden there's a lot of change. There's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of like playing around with that trust. So give yourself grace in this. If you fall back, it's not a step back. It's just information. If we stop making ourselves wrong in this journey, then we, we can't go wrong. We, we won't feel that guilt. If we just start seeing everything as information rather than right or wrong, it takes the pressure off. It all of a sudden just becomes this place of curiosity and questioning and, and just like coming from a childlike view of, oh, wow, does that work? How does that, you know, rather than, oh, I'm such a bad person or I'm so terrible or I did this and that's bad and that's good and good. It's just constant circle of guilt and shame that we just don't need to do. So have grace with yourself. My favorite question is after, so, okay, we take a step back. So I'm talking a lot of just food, um, that kind of space, but this applies to everything in our lives. And the question that I like to ask on a day-to-day basis with everything that I do is, do I feel good after this? How does this make me feel? And so if we spend three hours watching TV and you turn the TV off and you feel icky, that's information. Why does that feel sticky? Am I avoiding something? Was that just not fulfilling for me? Did I want to spend more time with my partner or go for a walk or whatever? Or you feel super relaxed and really happy and like fulfilled. And that's great. So now that's information. That was your way to relax. It's all about how do I feel after this? When I eat that food, how does that make my body feel? How does that make me feel? Not what I should and shouldn't be doing. We have to like the process of allowance and taking the rules and giving ourselves permission to allow our bodies to experience a full spectrum of food, especially if we haven't been allowing ourselves to do that for so many years. It's probably, I want to do a little side tangent here because it's probably going to feel a little bit weird and you probably are going to feel that sense of like, I'm never going to stop eating all of this. I'm never going to ever want salad again. I'm never, ever going to want blah, blah, blah. I'm only going to ever eat chocolate. And it's just giving your body permission to have the things that it thought it couldn't have for all of these years. And you'll get to a point where you then start stepping back and saying, do I actually want this? Does this sound good to me? Will this add pleasure to my experience right now? And then you can start making decisions based on what your body wants, not what you should or shouldn't be doing. Because your body is a source of information. It tells us what it needs all of the time. When to pee, when to sleep, when to eat, when to stop eating, when to go to sleep, when to wake up. Like (laughs) it literally, how to, like when we're upset, when something needs to shift, like it has all of the information. We've just tuned it out for so many years. So allowing ourselves to rebuild that relationship is going to just take a little bit of time, patience, and compassion and curiosity. So allow yourself that experience, allow yourself to rebuild that trust with your body and allow your body to start telling you what it needs. And for a while, it might, it might take some time. It might take some time. And the the people who, who find themselves on the other side of it are just the people that continue to show up. 
because I know it can feel easy and be like, see, can't trust it. See, I only want chocolate. But if we can just trust that that's part of the process and we will move through it, then you will get to that point where it's just chocolate and I might want it today and I might not. What do you need, body? Do you want some of this? Does that sound good to you? No? Okay, cool. We'll have it tomorrow. You, you know, it's, it's, it's a process. So keep showing up because I tell you it's so worth it when you can get to a point of seeing your body as a friend and, and just like having that source of information and just knowing that you don't need anybody else to tell you what's good and what's not for your body because your body's telling you all of those things. Like it's pretty cool. So keep showing up. That was my little side rant. <laughs> I just want to say that because I know it can feel frustrating and I know what that process feels like. And I just want to, to encourage you to just keep showing up and, and just know that every single day you're doing the best that you can and to, yeah, you'll get there. <laughs> I promise you'll get there. But coming back to that question of does this feel good? This can apply to social media consumption. How does my feed feel when I scroll through it? Do I feel a lot of jealousy and comparison? Do I feel super triggered? Um, What is that telling me? Does that mean I need to clean up my social media? Does that mean I need to take time away from social media? Does that mean there's information there around, oh, I still got some work to do. Awesome. So what does that look like? What are my next steps in, in healing that? How does movement make me feel? How does, do I, am I forcing myself to do this out of fear? Because of, out of fear, if I, what, what would happen if I didn't do this? Okay, that's why I'm going to the gym today. Another side tangent, I'm giving you guys all the information. I know some of you have asked me questions around exercise addiction and how to get moved through that. And I'll just tell you from my own personal experience, I needed to step away from exercise. I needed to allow my body to rest, to experience what rest felt like, and to actually deal with the emotionality that was coming up, to actually process the guilt, to process that fear, and to sit with myself without immediately turning to my easiest coping mechanism, which was exercise. And so I took some time away and allowed my body to get to this place of like, oh, I want to sleep more and that's okay. Or I'm really feeling the urge to exercise. Why is that? I'm feeling guilty. Okay, interesting. So maybe we won't go to the gym today because we need to process that. And then you get to this point where, again, it just becomes information. Hey, buddy, what do you feel like doing today? Oh, you want to do a hard workout? Cool. I'm up for that. That The challenge sounds nice. Because the challenge is no longer out of proving myself. It's purely out of the joy of that movement. Oh, you want to do some sort of bike ride? Do you want to be out in nature? Cool. Let's do that. You want to do yoga and calm your body down? Let's do that too. It's all about just paying attention and getting to this place of neutrality where things just become joyful and because it makes you feel good and it's out of this place of like, this is genuinely for my body because my body's asking for that. Instead of, I need to do this out of fear of gaining weight and what that would mean or fear of not being healthy or fear of like all of these other things that have so many layers to it and having that guilt and shame constantly showing up. We can get to a point where that's not the norm, not to say it's never going to come up because it will, but when you are in tune with yourself, you can recognize that. 
And it just, all it takes is just continuing to show up, getting curious and really understanding what health looks like for you. And I've been talking about this exercise a few times. So if you've heard this, um, already and you haven't done it, it's probably (laughs) take it as a sign to try it. But I have found this super helpful in just forming my day and just getting really in tune with what feels good and what doesn't. And so something that I find helpful is just making a list of a a list of two columns. And in one column, we have energy givers. And in the other column, we have energy takers. And just really sitting down with yourself and taking a really hard look at your life and the way you've been living your life thus far and writing everything that does not feel good in the energy takers column and all the things that bring you joy, make you feel so fulfilled, happy, just joyful. All of those things go into the energy giver column. We can start recognizing the things that totally suck our energy dry and leave us feeling exhausted and depleted at the end of the day. That's clearly, those are clearly things that do not make us feel good. And as you go along, as you start getting more and more curious, as you start trying things, you can add and like you can, you can, you know, adjust those columns as needed. But it just gives you a good idea of, oh, interesting. If I consume too much social media before bed, I can't sleep and that doesn't feel good. Or if I eat a large amount of food before bed, I can't sleep and that doesn't feel good. Or, oh, cool. I had a little bit of ice cream before bed and that felt so nice and super relaxing. And that felt really good. So that gives me some, that that's bringing me joy and bringing me energy. And I'm going to put that in my other column or over exerting myself at work and signing on all of these projects just to prove myself, that doesn't feel very good. Showing up my best and setting boundaries and saying yes when I mean it and no when I mean it, that feels really good. So I'm going to put that in my energy giver column. Sometimes too much consumption of something or too little of something right? It's all about just looking at your life and making those decisions for yourself. Because in the end, and this is something I'm really passionate about, your health, it's, there's a lot of people out there that decide that other people's health is their responsibility. It's, they have the right to make assumptions. They have the right to make judgments. And I know that for a long time, that was a fear of mine. And I know that that comes up for a lot of people too. Well, I'm afraid that people are going to think I let myself go, that I'm not healthy, that I'm lazy. But only you know your body. You know that you're not those things. You know that you are embarking on this journey because you truly do care about the entirety of your health, not just one column of it, not just one area of it. And so if we can really get to this point of like, actually, I can't control what other people think about me. They're probably going through something that um, they're projecting onto other people. And so I'm going to have compassion for them. I'm going to realize that I cannot change their thoughts about me, but I can change my thoughts. I can decide that I'm not going to waste my energy trying to manipulate and change and control the way that other people think about me because ultimately that is not in our control. I almost choked. That is not in our control. I can decide that 
I am going to be compassionate with myself, that I'm not going to be judging towards myself, nor am I going to be judging towards other people. We can also make the decision not to make assumptions about other people's health. To identify when that's going on, have compassion for ourselves, and then realize that's not my responsibility. I'm only responsible for myself. I'm only, I am the only one who can make choices for myself. And if we start to do that more and more, then I think the conversations will start to change. And just really owning the fact that this is, this is my body, that's your body, and we are in control of our health. We are the people that get to decide those things. No one else gets to decide them for us, nor do we get to decide those things for anybody else. It takes, it takes a little bit of pressure off and just allows it to be your experience, my experience. And when we're putting all of these other aspects of health, when we're focusing on all of these things, all are, like in the end, your cup is going to feel so much more full and you're going to show up from a much less depleted place because you are focusing on all the other areas of your life. Because those things matter too. Health is, has been put into a tiny little bucket when in reality it's it like <laughs> it could be an ocean. <laughs> There's so many components to health and it's so individualized. Are you getting your period? What's your hormone health look like? All of those things. It's not just about exercise and food. It's about a lot of other things. So... Just give yourself permission to rewrite your definition and to start exploring and to give yourself grace and to one, applaud yourself for going on this journey to begin with, because while we know we're going to get to a much better place, it can feel really hard and really lonely. And so I acknowledge you for that. I see you. I so see you. And I'm here to support you in any way I can. Um, if you just want more and, and you want to feel that support, one, you can always reach out to me. A little side plug, I'm still taking one-to-one clients. So if you really want that one-to-one um, shift and to really overhaul your life and to, to have just the assistance and the, the exact like, okay, this is what we're doing next, this is what we're going to focusing on next. Um, if you want to have that, then I recommend um, filling out an application and, and applying to work with me because I can, I can give you all of those things. Um, or if you just want just to feel supported by a group and a, a community or both, <laughs> come over and join us in She Craves Truth and join our challenge next week. Um, you're so not alone. Again, I see you and I'm here for you. So let me know what questions you have about this conversation. Well, it's not really a conversation. I feel like I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more of a one-sided thing here. But if you want to start a conversation about any of this, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm on there all the time um, talking with you all. I love having conversations. I love hearing what you want more support on, what you want more content on, what you want just and if you want an ear to listen or if you want, if you have questions, like I freaking love it. Um, you keep me going. You, you guys light me up and I'm just so, 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 so grateful for just all of this and this platform and that you show up week after week. Um, I just appreciate you so much. And so let me, um, let me help you. Let me, uh, let me be an ear. (laughs) Okay. I think that's all I've got for today. 
I hope to see you over at She Craves Truth. Again, if you want to work with me one-to-one, fill out that application. And I hope you have a beautiful... Well, today's the... If you're listening to this on July 4th, happy 4th. Um, And I hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend for all my... um, I guess I have both Canada, Canadian and American listeners. So I hope you all enjoyed your holidays. And... Have a wonderful rest of the weekend, and we will, well, I guess I always say that, whatever, (laughs) whenever you're listening to this, (laughs) have a beautiful day, and we will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you at all resonated with today's message, please give it a share either with a friend or a family member or on Instagram. You can tag me at Stephanie Dankelson. The best way to get this podcast growing and to share this message with the world is through word of mouth. Thank you to those of you who have already shared this podcast. It means so much to me. I appreciate all of you and we will see you all soon.